0: everybody welcome to the always never right podcast a podcast with adult ingredients just for gen xers who are getting to middle age and wondering how the fuck that happened thanks for joining us on the pod network i'm jill farrell and i'm Gita biggs tonight
1: we're gonna talk about road trips in reverse yes uh-huh. mm-hmm. what happens when you come home how do you feel feel about things what's the point of the trip and what in the world are you thinking as you return and you know i made that sound somewhat accusatory for a reason but that's like, what the fuck is
0: wrong with you but yeah. you're right you're right yeah but first let's talk beverages i i think that we should because before you get all like down on people <laughs> let's give them something to drink So tonight, we're actually doing sort of a variant on the Gimlet, which we did just a couple weeks ago. And we're calling this one the Long Road Home. Now, this one isn't gin, thank God. Ah. It is vodka and fresh lime juice, simple syrup. And this one has cucumber in it. So I think it's actually really lovely. It's very fresh tasting. It's really summery. What do you think? What do you think about the cucumber edition?
1: I love it, and I have to say, I actually invested in a cucumber vodka just to amp it up all the more. What? I know I got I've I tried Square One vodka for the first time in their cucumber. One. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either, but it was uh, cucumbery, and I thought, why not? And it's really fucking amazing. So. You know the
0: thing is though, even just putting just a couple slices of cucumber in with the regular makes a nice cucumbery flavor.
1: Yeah. And the lime juice of the cucumber is just Mwah.
0: it's beautiful. Yeah. I I think the lime and cucumber, you put the lime in the cucumber and put them all together. put the lime and I know that's coconut, but it sounds good with cucumber too.
1: Da, da, everything, nothing I can take I say right da, da.
0: Didn't you love the Muppets version of that one? That's
1: what I remember more than anything. And Same. that's why I sang it that way.
0: <laughs> I like the Muppets version most of all.
1: I know. It's brilliant. <laughs> that was my first point. I have a second point. And the second point is you just dug Jen, but what did I just get for my birthday present? Um, that's
0: because presents are about the person who gets them. Not the person who <laughs> gives them. Yes. I gave you a beautiful make your own chin infusion kit. Happy birthday because I love you. And in honesty, if I'm going to be honest with everybody, there have been a few drinks lately that I have drank with gin. And I'm like not hating them. Yay. Like that. But it has to do with the right gin. McQueen and the Violet Fog little bit of the botanist you know some of those gins like that I'm I'm down with but other gins are still gross uh
1: well I am currently making my own gin with some gray goose upstairs I put the juniper I know I put the juniper berries in last night tonight I'm gonna put in the botanicals and I was so stoked I ordered a few more floral botanicals Yay. So I can do some experiments with lavender and jasmine and rosebuds.
0: Well, so. obviously you won't be able to use those gins for cocktails that we have together until <laughs> I come visit you. Obvs.
1: Yeah. So there we go. But yes. Um, but that, but, could, okay. that could totally happen this fall,
0: provided every place doesn't put Texas on lockdown. Good point. Because, yeah, Texas and Missouri, they're the ones getting shut out of everywhere. Yeah. Well, if Texas doesn't go on lockdown in Missouri, I can come visit you whenever. Because I can work from there. There we go. Same. Works out
1: great. So, yay. So, we have contingency plans. But hmm. I, took us, I took us way off the rails. But, yeah, I got the square one cucumber vodka. It's really fucking good.
0: Yeah. i never heard of it. I do endorse it. I know there's a few other places, that, a few other types of vodka that have cucumber vodka. And I like the flavor of cucumber just in general. I think it's, like, nice and clean. So I don't understand what it does to my eyes if I put it on my eyes. But mm. it just feels cold until it's warm, right? Like, you put it there, and then, like, it warms up as your, like, eyes warm it up. So what's the point? I'm glad uh, you clarified that was the cucumbers because for a
1: split second, I was like, why would you pour booze in your eyes? I could sting. (laughs) No, just
0: cucumbers. Okay, cool. I feel better. I've had a road trip. So the reason we came up with this idea is because we actually met for sort of a road trip this weekend. Um, My daughter Millie was visiting Gina and Nina. Nina was home from college Millie went to visit. And so at some point we had to exchange her back. So we met up in a town and basically hung out at a hotel for two days because COVID. Mm. And um, you know, ordered food and drank booze and just had a really good time. Yeah. And I got a bit unsurprised
1: you took her back because I was operating into that whole, you break it, you bought it. Um, (laughs)
0: construct and I was a little worried I considered that now that said Gina did break my daughter Um, at some point Millie had one of her normal seizures and broke her finger but it wasn't actually broken but it was you know enough busted that she has to have like finger in a splint kind of thing so And the mild concussion. Don't forget I gave your child a mild concussion. Yeah, she did get a concussion. (laughs) That's what we get for heavenwood floors. We (laughs) talk about like you know what, you should just take her home with you because clearly you are the one who is not taking the best care of her and so you should absolutely take more care of her. (laughs) Uh,
1: Although, yeah, I know, because that worked out so well for the first two weeks.
0: Let's just see how much we can do. I know. (laughs) So Millie had like a complete mental meltdown in addition to these physical issues. And... Then Gina goes, well, the next time she comes in, I'm like, are you serious? You want her to come back and visit you again? Like, what the kind of BDSM life oh. do you live? <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what, though? I feel like I momed really fucking hard, especially the day that Nina and Millie both had their meltdowns at once. I had a mild panic myself. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And it all worked out. <laughs> They were I both taken care of.
0: <laughs> you did a phenomenal job. And I don't know that I would have done as good a job as you. You would have. So You're rock
1: on. I not. think part of mine was deer in the headlights more than dealing well. I'm like, I look calm, even though inside the hamster's running at top speed on the wheel. <laughs> but it's running so fast, he's not going anywhere. And he's starting to just kind of flip
0: and turn around inside like her, there. The wheel spins with him in it. And he's yeah. like, oh sit down welcome to my brain so anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> road trip wise that was when Millie was with Gina at her mom's house because Gina's mom's house is beautiful
1: oh yeah and my mom is beautiful and my mom just was like oh come here let me hug you all the times because you're precious and wonderful <laughs> and give value
0: to the world because that's the person my mother is On the way home, Millie said to me, you know what? You're right. Gina's mom does give pudding hugs.
1: I know, because they're soft and warm like pudding.
0: perfect. They're soft like pudding. But, (laughs) all right. Anyway, road trip. All all of that, pieces aside, just the road trip, we get to the place, we do the things, we're road tripping, and then we all go our separate ways and we get home. So, Mm -hmm. For me, the reverse road trip happens when you get home and you're like, "What?" first of all, I feel like it takes less time to get home than it does to wherever you're going to go.
1: It does. Whatever it
0: is. I don't know why it is, but it just takes so much less time to get home. You're Mm -hmm. like, fucking, wow, we're almost there. (laughs) The second thing is, Once I get home, I walk in the door and it's almost like I can just feel like I could just collapse. I would love to have like three days after every road trip that I could just like, this is the day I do zero things. And then the next day is like, this is the day I can unpack my suitcase. And that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think unpacking your suitcase is a pain in the ass.
1: Oh, it is. I, I've gotten to the point, and granted, I used to travel a lot, so part of this came naturally, but I've gotten to the point I never fully unpacked my suitcase.
0: It took me a long time. Like, I went through phases where like I wouldn't unpack my suitcase at all. And then I was like, no, fuck this. I'm just going to dump everything out, except for like, I have one thing that I always keep in my suitcase, and that's like my little hairdryer thing. Um, because I don't need that at home, I only take it with me places. Everything else just stays in the suitcase. And I'm like, all right, this just stays there and everything else comes out. I might as well just unpack it. Let's go. And yeah. then I put it away. And then I actually feel compelled to clean my room. <laughs> like well, clean up my own bedroom and like all my, all the laundry needs to be put away. And like, I need to change the sheets and all of the things and if I had three days after every trip, I could totally do that. Oh, see, this
1: is somewhere where I completely and utterly, utterly lucked out because when I came home on Saturday, John the Brit had washed the sheets. I had clean sheets too. It's what? not. There's nothing
0: like it. I'm like, oh. clean sheets are the best thing ever. Yes. I just say, like, I used to have, like, a ritual around clean sheets where, like, nobody, nobody could sit on the sheets until everybody was ready. You all had yeah. to just get in the sheets at the same time.
1: See, our ritual always involves making the bed over a cat, so I like yours better. <laughs> so we're like, uh, Spock's in the under the covers again. Just throw it over him. He'll move. He didn't move. Well,
0: fuck. <laughs> we're good. I guess it had to do with when I was a kid... And I would make my own bed. I would like make my sheets. And like I would wait until the very last minute before bedtime. And then when I'd pull the covers back and get into bed, it would have that most amazing feeling. And I never wanted anybody to fuck that up for me. So So, like if I was, as I got older and like was with people, if I would make fresh sheets, I would make sure. I'm like, all right. We've got fresh sheets on. Everybody gets in at the same time. Like, because I just didn't want to risk them getting in before me and having that feeling without me. So, and and it wouldn't be fair for me to have the feeling without them. So, we might as well get in together. So, are you ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Here we go.
1: Nice. I like that. So Because fresh sheets are the shit. Oh, the sheets are pretty much the best you
0: can possibly get.
1: So when you put sheets on the bed, do you do the opposite corner to opposite corner method? Yes. Thank you. Because John the Brit and I are always, he always wants to do both sides and then the other so side. I'm like,
0: no, you do corner it's to corner. Corner to corner.
1: and so we brace each we other when
0: we make the bed together. Yeah, we actually have, like, um, our bed is, like, one of those adjustable, like, old people beds. Nice. Which is awesome because it has this like zero gravity setting. But the cool thing is when you do the sheets, you set it up as high as it'll possibly go. And you (gasps) just like slide the sheets on so easy. And then when you flat it, it's all flat and it like stretches them really nice.
1: (gasps) So good. That's my next bed. So good. I love Ikea, but fuck Ikea for our next mattress. I'm doing that. It doesn't
0: even have to do with the mattress. It's just the base of the bed. Cool. Even better. Just the base of the bed. You could even use the mattress you have now. You could just get a base and you could have that. Well, I will say our
1: Ikea mattress is probably two feet deep. (sighs) We have the special order sheets. Ours is too. Ours is really thick.
0: Cool. And I'm I'm not here. Next time you're here let's talk
1: okay cool because i'm i'm not exaggerating it's like a two foot thick
0: mattress it's really thick nice. and, and it's like a um, comfort foam whatever that bullshit is ah. but the one thing about coming home after a road trip mm-hmm. sleeping in your own bed is the most restful thing ever oh yes
1: absolutely it's especially when your husband's washed the sheets yes
0: now I will say sleeping in a hotel bed is wonderful if you have animals at home that are dicks (laughs) because my dog in the morning is like hey 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 we should get up and let me out hey (laughs) get up and let me out and then we've got the cats and they're like what are you doing what are you doing don't you want to let me out don't you want to hang out with me Shouldn't we walk around? <laughs> no, we shouldn't. We should sleep. No, no. Uh,
1: speaking of cats, that was a downside to me coming home this week. Cats. The cats, and I, I love our little fur babies, but they're little absolutely. They're little shits at the same time. But the second we walked into the house, the smell of cat urine was just overwhelming, and I remember walking in going is it like this all the time what the hell and i was relieved when i got upstairs and found out that spock apparently got into another pissing contest with ethan and just completely sprayed the laundry room which permeates the smell everywhere so john the brit was trying very hard to get the mat washed and get the mopping done and all that because he's a doll um and because i didn't want to (laughs) because i've been driving But but I'm like, I'm just
0: about ready to just, you know, catheter a fucking cat. We have two situations going on with our cats. One, Mab is a complete bitch. Like, <laughs> she literally will jump for T or jump for Millie and try to almost attack them. And that's not appropriate. Oh. And the second thing is Solo likes to just pee wherever he likes to pee and like he'll totally pee in the litter box area you know he'll go to the litter box and he'll go in there and that's fine but every once in a while just to be a dick like i honestly think it has to be behavioral just to be a dick he's like i'm gonna pee right over here this seems like (laughs) a good spot i'm gonna go right here by the um kitchen it's cool right this is cool
1: I think Solo is related to Spock, which just gets into this whole Star Wars, Star Trek discussion again.
0: Oh, dear.
1: Yeah, we should move away from that. but We
0: should. The sci-fi named kitties are the shittiest. Well, that's a thing that I'll have to take in mind because, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about with Mab because, like, she's sweet as shit to me. She will cuddle me, she will sit on my lap, she loves to be my friend, she wants to follow me everywhere, but because she will attack T or attack Millie, that's not acceptable. And we've told her that, and she's like, yeah, peace out, that's not what's going to (laughs) happen. So if it continues, we've told her, you can't keep living here, and she and Solo are, they're the best friends they love each other so much and i would hate hate to have to get rid of a cat because she she can be so sweet but i can't have a cat attacking my child and the kitty prozac isn't helping anymore it's not anymore oh dear! i mean it had only helped moderately but um it has really ceased to assist Oh, that sucks. At this point, we're really to a place where we have to figure something out. Um, And sadly, we talked to Rexy. Rexy was sort of considering taking her part-time, like, maybe for a month to see. But now she's like, you know what? She's such a dick. I don't want (laughs) to take her. There are a lot of no-kill shelters around here. And I think if she was an only cat, I think she would recognize that as an only cat, this is my person and I will be a good person. I will be a good cat. I think she would be that. Okay. Because she's good to me for whatever reason that is. And can be very sweet when she wants to be. And she's a beautiful kitty.
1: Oh yeah. Even with the C3PO eyes, she's just
0: gorgeous. Yeah. So, okay. Continuing on the road trip (sighs) thing. (laughs) <laughs> i'm, yeah, I'm s- sorry sucking at this today
1: i divert us a lot it's my fault i accept full responsibility you know what i think we're both
0: there mm-hmm. um so <sighs> delicious yes what is your favorite thing to do when you get home from a trip <laughs>
1: uh <Okay. Ew.
0: laughs> besides that what you is say- your favorite thing to do when you get home from a trip
1: there's a reason I'm wearing overalls, and it's because someone finds them sexy.
0: <gasps> okay, first of all, overalls are a hundred percent not sexy. I don't care what anybody else says. Overalls are not sexy. They work on my man. I I feel like we need to do like um, a homepage survey on this <laughs> survey here because this is not. Like, overalls are not sexy ever, ever, ever. And sometimes it's what you hide as much as what you see.
1: Yeah.
0: There is something to that, the, um, you know, leaving something to the imagination. But that doesn't mean that if you think to yourself, aha, well, then overalls are the way to go.
1: Well, you know, apparently you have to lose your spleen to gave, gain your appreciation for overalls. Whatever, I take it I'm a happy woman.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, no. Nope.
1: So, um, other than that, one of my favorite things to do to do when I get home is basically just hug my, hug anyone who was left behind while I was gone. I love those hugs, like the big ass um, hug,
0: like the really big, like minute long hug.
1: Yeah, there are no pudding hugs, but nothing's a, uh, you know, uh, Grammy Biggs pudding hug. But um,
0: Well, you can't give a Grammy Biggs pudding hug. No. That's just not a thing that can happen.
1: No, but... Uh, i not pudding. No, but I do love getting a hug from John the Brit, and I love hugging, hugging my little AJ. And, I mean, in this case, Nina went with me, so... But I've been
0: hugging her Sorry. a bunch, too, because it's just... Well, it you feels don't like her home. Her that much.
1: You don't get to see her
0: that, that much. And honestly, I've been hugging Millie a lot because Aww. I don't get to start. Don't squeeze too hard. You might break her. I might break her or she'd fart. <laughs> She's a farter. That's ah. what she does. Awesome. So, so I Mrs. think for me, I'll I'll give you hugs. Aside from hogs, aside from sleeping in my own bed, there's something about getting back to my routine. You know, I wake up in the morning, I have my coffee, I have, everything goes a certain way and I have my routine and, you know, maybe that's the Aspie in me, but (laughs) I have things go a certain way, and I'm used to that, and I love that. And those are the things that I miss the most when I'm not in my own element. Makes sense, yeah. Because,
1: I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're away. Yeah, that's it's, true. I had to work harder to get my morning yogurt, and um, I had fabulous yogurt, but it's you know, there's just different things you do. You have your peaceful wind down at night. Can't do that when you're in right. the same room with someone who's, that's not part of their routine with you.
0: Especially if they talk incessantly. <laughs> 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 like a 14 year old talks incessantly. Oh man. they I do not- wonderful, amazing things. And you're just like, I don't, like, what are you even saying? That doesn't, <laughs> those words, are you saying words? Those aren't, are those words because I feel like they're not words. <laughs> okay.
1: So I will say there was one that's point this weekend where, where what's that? I
0: said, that's kind of where I was.
1: I know. <laughs> There was one point this weekend where you and Nina went off to chat for a while and it was me and Millie and I had a great time, but at some point I'm like, let's watch Seth Myers. How about some Aussie man (laughs) reviews?
0: Let me hug you really hard around the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Around the mouth. I started feeling bad. I started feeling like we should get back because I think your mom's going to need us. And at the same time, Nina and I were having a very good conversation that was very productive. And I felt like it was helpful for her and helpful for me. So oh yeah i was telling like, yeah kind of fucker <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was good and i i love millie to
0: pieces we did have a great time she's so wonderful. she's a wonderful person and is as she's 14 so yeah. you know 14 is what 14 is yeah and, and she. I- an extraordinary fourteen-year-old.
1: Oh yeah, she would come keep me company while I was working. Sometimes she'd just kind of sit in the chair in the back and watch me, and she seemed perfectly entertained by it. And I felt bad, so I'm like, "Typey, typey, 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 worky, worky. You good? You good? You good? Good. Glad to hear it. Okay, she she's doesn't mind that at all. She does that sometimes with me. She's so sweet. I'm like, that's awesome. Would you like some things to sort? I can give you things to sort. She'll <sighs> sort
0: things. She'll file things. Yeah. She does smiling nice child after my own fucking heart (laughs) i love that that story so much Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean a room's clean though (laughs) well you know i'm
1: really not one to judge
0: so Mm -hmm. yeah same
1: yeah Uh, anyway so let's bring us back around what was the first thing you wanted to do when you got home
0: go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) really actually no the first thing this last time i wanted to do is get in the pool because it was hot i was sort of sticky um you know by the time we got home it was early enough in the afternoon that we can still have a nice evening so if I just, like, got on my bathing suit and got in the pool, I could relax, make myself a cocktail, yeah. um, hang out in the pool, and just have a nice evening. I feel like that's almost what I did. <laughs> nice. I don't know that it was quite as quick as that, but it was good to get home, and I did go in the pool. Nice. See, we had a lot of huge rainstorms,
1: so our pool yeah. looked like a swamp. So, John the Brit's still working on getting that cleaned up. That's uh, about. That's kind of what I was hoping for Saturday. It didn't quite end up that way. It was still nice. One great thing about having a 21-year-old daughter was she made yeah. me cocktails. So, I didn't even have to do yeah. that. That's right. Wonderful. Awesome. Over I'm going like, to send
0: her a couple of recipes. Oh, nice. So she could start um, learning. Okay. So, Nina,
1: if you're listening, you have to time out and skip ahead 30 seconds. So, her birthday present, I'm shipping it to her late in England, getting her a start from scratch bar kit. Ooh, well, I- cool. The shaker and a little roundy thing and some plastic non-breakable
0: glasses what and honor. a mixer so how can i yeah. add to it oh oh i will look
1: and let you know what else i find because i'm also no going to tell her i could just add on
0: in Yeah, like the booze or whatever like if you have the kit and i add the booze that would be really cool cool well I tell you what I'm gonna tell her
1: to just go back and buy some of the core basic boozes I also showed her how to make simple syrup and stuff this week I'm gonna tell her to buy some of the core basic boozes and I even gave her
0: brands that I know you can find in England right so she can have those on hand well I would love to get Nina some amazing 21st birthday merch okay yeah and like I said I'm just
1: She's getting it late because I'm shipping it to her yeah. housing in well, the Well, she's not going to be there for her 21st birthday. So late is appropriate. Yeah. I also got her some Veuve to celebrate her 21st. The Demi Sack? Yes, the Demi Sack. birth
0: sick. So,
1: and she went, ah! so it was great. Yeah. She and
0: her friends are going to taste that and they're never going to want champagne again ever because they've had the best. Oh, no. She's having that
1: there here with me.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: That's good. Her Her friends. Yeah. Her friends are getting other stuff. I'm glad to hear
0: that. I'm glad to hear she's having that with you.
1: Yeah. Because, dude, no. (laughs) Anyway. I digress. So. But yeah, no, that sounds like a very good welcome home with the uh, pool and the cocktail and
0: yay. And I ended up really having fresh clean sheets, too.
1: Nice. So. That, I had a cocktail bench watched some Warrior Nun on Netflix and uh, fresh sheets. So I've Warrior Nun.
0: I've seen that. It looks amazing. It's kind of it's kind of fun. You gotta once it
1: gets about four episodes, four or five episodes in, you're like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, I got this. So a lot of investment for episodes before I even get invested. Yeah, stuff before that was still good, but it's like really good once
0: you hit a certain point because it starts so, like, out the really I was like two episodes in, and by second episode, I'm like, fuck yeah, wow, well, yeah, I mean.
1: It depends. I I almost gave up on Vagrant Queen, and I'm glad we didn't, because once they hit the Clue homage, um, yeah. I was totally sold. But but yeah, Warrior Nun. It's the it was really good in concept, and a lot of cool stuff happened. But the action really starts to pick up
0: around four or five after they have all the base work done. And see, I started watching the Priest one with um, who's the albino guy. Um, Paul Bettany.
1: Yep. I I'm really impressed I got that since I've never even seen the Dan Brown movie adaptation, but I knew oh. who you were talking about because Paul Bettany is fucking hot.
0: Yeah. Well, he was in this priest movie, and it's not all that good. It's kind of boring. Hmm. So I I didn't watch very much of it, and it was pretty boring. Yeah. All right. Totally. That is completely unrelated to. Um, our reverse road trip although so you gotta home. you gotta think though Jennifer Connelly's
1: favorite part of going home must be seeing Paul Bettany right
0: maybe but he's also I guess, a little bit weird looking
1: I guess it's presuming a lot about their relationship oh I've yeah. thought Paul Bettany was really hot ever since he was Chaucer in A Knight's Tale really? you thought he was hot yeah okay
0: okay anyway you've seen Uh, oh let's move on from that (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't awkward at all yeah um Um.
1: (laughs) thanks for making me check my preferences i feel so
0: much better now (laughs) well you know choices Okay, so I will say that probably the only other trip that I've had recently was the trip to visit my mom.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And that was an odd trip. And again, coming home was the best part of that trip. Like seeing you, of course, was the best part. But then coming home was the other best part. (laughs) I feel
1: yeah. That was a stressful trip because there was so a stressful. there was a lot that had to happen in a very short period of time, and not all of it happened. We just kind of had to stick a fork in it and call it done anyway. Yeah, because old people, <laughs> old people hashtag COVID. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, oh, that was. Uh, did we talk about that in a prior
0: episode? Just the entire I'm not maybe sure we did, but we. Just in case we didn't, um, Gina met me at my mom's house in the Midwest so we could move her into a retirement facility and we had to move her out of her home into the retirement place. My mom, as some of you have already heard, is kind of a bitch about a lot of things. She can be completely awesome about so many things. And she's a very talented artist and has all of these amazing qualities. And yet, she still has a beautiful habit of making everything about her.
1: And I want to note that she was already semi-living in the retirement facility because she'd been there for rehabilitation. So even though she was still technically living in the house, she was also living on the fourth floor of the facility.
0: Yeah. So what had happened, what happened was... (laughs) Um, she had heart surgery back in March, and I sounded so. it sounded so like Michigan then. She <laughs> yes, had you heart did. Surgery back in March, and so <laughs> after that, what happened was um, she had to go into rehab. And so she was in the rehab facility. And then after the rehab facility, they put her in this temporary accommodation. And then she had to go back to the hospital for a couple of days because she broke her foot. She was supposed to help with moving herself into her apartment. But because she broke her foot, then she had to go back into quarantine for two weeks.
1: And your sister heard her back about... Half yeah. day into basically, basically
0: yeah. So yeah. what what happened was my mom really did have a heart condition. She really did have to go into um, more of a long term care kind of situation, but in a place where she could have gone into assisted living. And they were going to put her in. We were going to like move her, transition her into like a place where she would be able to be in a you know, she'd go to like the dining room and could do all her own stuff and that sort of thing. But because of COVID, all of that shit was shut down and she didn't get a chance to do any of that. So moving out of her home into this nursing home, essentially was almost like prison. And Mm -hmm. she only got to interact with the person who brought her lunch and her breakfast and her dinner. And that was it. So, Essentially, it was prison. And so eventually she had to go back to the hospital for another situation. Um, She fell and broke her foot. This happened literally days before we were due to move her out of that temporary facility into her permanent residence that was going to be at the same place. And because of that, she had to be on lockdown in the rehab facility for 14 days and couldn't see us at all. <laughs> couldn't see her. She couldn't do any of the packing that she wanted to do. So we just had to, you know, make assumptions and try and the to house, do our best. And the house sold unexpectedly fast. So everything had to be
1: out by the weekend after she broke her foot. So
0: pretty much. And your sister did herniated disc yeah, Before my sister is like the workhorse of our family, yeah. <laughs> was not able to do her normal stuff, which would have been leading up to my mom transitioning over to this other place. And so everything like Gina came up this weekend and it was literally me, Gina and Millie. Trying to get everything done in three days.
1: I know. <laughs> it Fuck was, it, throw it in a box. Fuck it, it, throw, it in box. Fuck throw it in a
0: box. We're throwing it in a box. We like hired some dudes, and we're like, "Hey, dude, take this box full of shit, and we're gonna move it." And they got to the point where they're like, where should we put this? I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Just put it someplace. Here we go. Uh, I have to say my favorite part was when
1: your mom was stressing you out a bit going, well, why is this located here? Why doesn't it move there? And you were walking around FaceTiming her, showing her all the stuff. And I'm like, I'm just going to go move everything from the fourth floor to the fifth floor where the permanent apartment is. While you deal with that, I still think I'm going to get off light. And um, it's
0: so good to do that.
1: And I did that. And um, the last thing I did was bring the cat up. And her cat, like, screeched the entire (laughs) fucking time. (laughs) Down the hallway, up the stairwell. I got in the apartment. I put the cat cage down. I opened it up. The cat ran out pissed on the floor and then ran and hid. <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, I'm gonna clean this up and then you're on your own, bite. <laughs> so that was, I felt so bad because everyone was like peeking their heads out of the doors at the old folks home going, what the fuck is that? Who's dying? It's What's the matter with that cat? It's the oh cat. God. I'm not pulling yeah. its tail or anything, I swear. So that was fun.
0: We did our best and we got it done as much as we could. And, you know what, I think that in the end, she was grateful. And I think you did a good job trying to make sure that anything
1: we couldn't get done was still covered. You worked with the people there. And so we didn't just, like, drop and run
0: on her mom. That would be really Uh, funny. We kind of (laughs) did.
1: Hell, I know, but not.
0: You know what, I can't. There's only so much we can do in three days. And we did what we could do. And we did a fuck ton. And we
1: certainly did. I got a shit ton of awesome art in the meantime. <laughs> yes, we did. We all did. I know. And it was I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I have so many cool lusterware pieces and artwork and I'm I'm all
0: What? Uh, That's uh, just One of those road trips that when you got home, you're like, look at all this shit in my car. What the fuck? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Look at all the things I have in my car. This is amazing. Oh, man. Oh,
1: I did take care of something when I went to see my mom, too. What did you take care of? I told her about my wrist tattoo. Ooh, look at you being brave. I know. I'm like. So mom because mom was saying something about Nina's tattoo and she goes does she have that and I am like, "Yeah, she's had that over a year mom She goes, okay. I must have just forgotten It's kind of weird to see that today. I'm like well since we're on the topic of tattoos I want to show you what I got and I showed her my little yellow butterfly. She goes Okay well, you know, I just think of um, Bonnie Bonnie Anheuser Who what? you know? Um, Bonnie it's this woman we both know. Okay. I was just thinking of Bonnie Ann Hauser and how she got a tattoo on her shoulder. And now she's in her sixties and it's all shriveled and it's weird. And it doesn't look like a butterfly anymore. It looks like a splotch. I thought she had skin cancer and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, well, you know, I got it on my wrist, so it's fine. She goes, okay. And she goes, well, you know what? At the end of the day, it's your skin. You do. It makes you happy. And I'm like,
0: yay. So that's over. Band-aid off. And at least you can say, and you're going to be dead in a few years. So
1: you're not even going to know. Oh, no. I just said, you know, worst case scenario, I'm the most entertaining woman at the nursing home. I think there's going to be a lot of people
0: our age that have tattoos at the nursing home.
1: I think so, too. And I think I'm pretty confident
0: we're not going to be the most decorated.
1: No, but if I have the saggiest back butterfly, fine. Let him have a laugh while wiping my ass. They deserve at least that. Hell yeah, man. You want to wipe my ass? You can laugh at whatever you want. That's right. So I did that on a road trip and then came back and went, "Woo, that's done. I won't tell her about the one on my chest, though, because she said, but that's got to be all. And I'm all... Uh,
0: why didn't you just say actually no? Because I, girl, you are a grown-up woman. I know, but my mom, I, want, You're I never. You're a grown-up woman who does actual grown-up woman shit. I don't want to jeopardize pudding hugs. She's not going to not pudding hug you. I know, she's too lovely for that. I love my mom. You I, need to call her after this and be like, I have something to tell you. Yeah, I, have I have three t- other tattoos.
1: I, I have a total of four. She knows about the ankle one already.
0: Yeah. You need to tell her about the other ones.
1: Yeah. I should. But, you know, and at the end of the day, you really want to upset an 83 year old woman? Nah.
0: It's not going to matter that much either way. It really isn't. It isn't. I know. But I just. But are you going. Because here's the thing. I know you. If your mom doesn't know everything, when she dies, you're going to be like, I wish I'd told her. That's a good point. So you might freaking tell her.
1: Fuck you for being logical. Anyway. Oh, bam. What about about reverse road trips? Coming home.
0: Actually, I think we need to wrap it up. I think we need to talk about how legit the return <laughs> trip sometimes is the best part, and it doesn't take even near as long as the trip home there.
1: I know, and sometimes coming home is the most entertaining part, like when we stopped at the one gas station that slash candy store, don't ask, it's the way it is. And
0: Was it Bucky's?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't, but... Good guess, but it was uh, 10% of the people in there were wearing masks. We were two of them, and they're all, like, leaning over bulk candy, breathing all over the stuff, and I'm like, done. Don't get any of that. No. You know, so this is one advantage to living in the St. Louis area. We're taking this shit seriously. Absolutely. So I'm going to go full Dorothy here and say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I love being home. I love going places, but I really do actually love being at home. And honestly, like COVID or not, I worked from home for a long time before COVID. And I freaking love being home. (laughs) So, okay. Beyond that, as you all know, Drinks We Drink can be found at alwaysneverright.com. And if you have something you'd like to hear us talk about, tell us by hitting the Contact Us page, ping us on the Facebook page, and we'll do all we can to make sure that we discuss your topic. We will also have some guests in our upcoming shows, and we're going to be guesting on a couple of upcoming shows too, so stay tuned for some really cool stuff. And
1: remember to tell your friends that they can find us wherever they get their digital media and
0: ensure they love us like you do. This has been an end of the journey episode of always. Never. Right. I'm
1: Jill. And I'm Gina. And thank you so much for making us a part of your week. We'll talk more next week. medals And thank you for joining us on the PodFix Network. Yay. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.